Hello, hello, hello. This is Marella Kale, your relocation gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Marella. Welcome. Today is Sunday and it's Food for Thoughts Sunday. And I was thinking what to do today because we have uh, an election coming up next week and there is a lot going on, a lot of uh, charged um, opinions and a lot of fatigue at the same time from all this information and all the things going on in the world. And um, I thought, you know what? The important thing is that we can always have hope, right? We hope for a better future. We have hope for a better world, uh, for more understanding, more compassion, more empathy, more unity. Um, I think it's important to Uh, think about it that way and think about it of the future that way. So I was thinking of uh, of looking up some information on the topic of hope. And of course, there is a famous quote by Napoleon Bonaparte that a leader is a dealer in hope. <laughs> and so I found this, um, a couple of articles actually on hope here, but um Dan Rockwell is uh, is also known as a leadership freak on his blog. He talks about the seven uh, powers of hope and they are as follows. Number one, energy when facing disappointment. Number two, passion to try again when results fall short. Number three, drive to press through obstacles. Number four, resolve when resistance emerges. Number five, boldness during uncertainty. Number six, endurance when tempted to quit. Number seven, stability when circumstances feel unstable. So, he says here, hope is a way of thinking, not a vague sense of well-being, right? There is a big difference in that. And he's also quoting the seven ways to be a dealer in hope. And he says, you can have hope even when feeling disappointed. After all, the power of hope is best seen when disappointment presses in. That is a very good statement, right? The power of hope is best seen when disappointment presses in. So seven ways to be a dealer in hope. There we go. Number one, give people something to believe in. Connect effort and sacrifice to the big picture. Soldiers fight for big things like God, country, family, and fellow soldiers. Belief precedes hope. Number two, be human with aspiration. Share challenges and weaknesses you've faced and worked through. Number three, Show people how they're making meaningful contribution. Be specific. Number four, narrow focus. Too many goals overwhelm and discourage. Passion makes some leaders take on too many challenges. Number five, believe in your teammates' potential and capacity. Keep people working where they best succeed. How are you setting others up for success? Question mark. Six, share information. Hope is a way of thinking that requires information about challenges, opportunities, progress, and results. Research shows that leaders drastically under-communicate. Number seven, create and celebrate small wins 
Every challenge is made smaller by a series of small wins. Hope precedes vitality. Don't think for a moment that you can succeed apart from dealing in hope. What might you do tomorrow to infuse others with hope? Good question. So I found something that is very hopeful, actually. It's a great article on something that I'm very passionate about, and that is new forms of clean energy. And this is a startup that's been around actually since 2016. Um, it originated in Europe. And this is an article from goodnewsnetwork.org. And I'm going to read some of it here. And the title of it is Natural Organisms in Soil Can Power Lights with This Bio Battery, which may be world's most disruptive technology. And they go on to say a Spanish biotech company is looking to generate renewable energy from the very soil upon which our homes are built, right? Just this statement is very, very interesting. Described as the world's most disruptive startup in 2016 by Google, Bio, it's pronounced Bio, it's actually spelled B-I-O-O, creates um, batteries that utilize soil microbes to generate electricity in a simple yet ingenious way. When the ground in which the battery is set is irrigated or receives rain, nutrients and microbes in the soil that feed on decaying plant matter leach into the battery where their feeding activity creates protons and electrons. When combined with oxygen flowing in through holes in the battery, the process generates enough electricity to power lights, screens, or small appliances. And they go on to say the goal of BIO is to scale up their technology until their soil-powered units could generate power for an entire house, which might not be so difficult since the manufacturing doesn't require any toxic or rare earth minerals like some PV solar panels do, for example. Bio is using potted plants in much of their research because plants expel the excess energy from the photosynthesis through the roots, which can be captured to power small devices. Currently, a house is a bit beyond the reach, truthfully, right, of uh, founder Pablo Vitarte. However, he has created several innovative ways to showcase his ideas and hopefully generate the data and capital needed to scale up. And they're telling us also that one of these showcases is in the living installation for which plants are used like biological on-off switches. After receiving a certain radio frequency, Bedarte has discovered that certain potted plants can produce energy through his systems and be used like living electrical switches, powering on lights, screens, music, and even extending Wi-Fi for use in a home or retail environment. Twelve working on the Spanish island of Ibiza, Vidarte's larger 
bio panels are powering the outdoor lighting installed throughout the company's property, which turn on at night. Unlike solar panels, which require batteries to store energy for use when the sun isn't shining, or wind turbines that stop moving without a breeze, soil microbes never sleep and never stop generating energy. The flow of power is consistent, even in the middle of a night or on a windless day. The bio panel will also save water beneath a garden or lawn because it is generating extra H2O that is expelled in the soil. This would be really useful here in California, right? Because if we have droughts, that's always a concern. So uh, saving water beneath a garden or lawn would be very important. And at the, uh, they continue to say at the, and the 100% renewable energy panels, which currently can generate three watts per square meter, do not interrupt the na natural landscape above the ground. Many city planners are eager to use them for powering lights, especially in parks. The technology itself has the potential to be very, very cheap, Vidarte says. After all, it just requires graphite and carbon-based substance. substances that are really easy to obtain, are very abundant and very cheap as well. And they also have very cool video on YouTube about their startup and their projects and the three different um, areas that they are exploring right now, three different uh, projects. So very interesting, very cool, um, very hopeful for the future. <laughs> I think this is a, a great company and um, I believe that this is a great project and, and a beautiful thing they're doing for the world. So, so there you go, there is hope, right? We gotta believe in the hope and um, yeah. So stay hopeful, um, you know, stay informed, be well, be kind, have a great week. Um, hopefully, you know, you voted already. If you haven't voted, um, I'm gonna throw in a, an early voting link into the description in the Bay Area if uh, you're considering that. Other than that, you know, just be well, be kind, and don't forget to vote. And stay informed, be well, be kind, and have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.